Hi there. Welcome to the Woman Inspired Podcast. My name is Karen and I'm your host for the Woman Inspired Podcast. I guess I'm the woman and I definitely am inspired today. God really put some stuff on my heart through some pretty funny events that happened and I just wanted to share them with you today. You can find me um, wherever it is you're listening to me, obviously, um, or on just about any social media podcast format there is from Apple to Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, you name it. I'm there. And so I would appreciate it if you would follow me, like, and hopefully have some nice comments, but I accept all comments. I may not comment back or you might not like what I comment back, but I'm here and I appreciate you for tuning in. All right. So today's podcast is titled, I didn't know that till I knew that. That's right. I didn't know that till I knew that. And I start every podcast with a pod quote. It's one of my favorite things. It could be a scripture. It could be something I heard. It, it could be something I looked up or saw one day. And I want to share it with you. Today's quote is from Maya Angelou. Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. I'm going to repeat it for you. You can write it down if you want. Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. Okay, so sometimes I just have to laugh when I think about all the things I don't know. <laughs> because there are many of them. And I also marvel, uh, marvel a lot at the things I once didn't know and now know. I mean, I don't know about you all. I've learned a lot of stuff over these many years. And I have quite the memory. Uh, um, I'm pretty good at trivia. <laughs> I have a whole lot of trivial stuff, um, although other people would call it crap, rolling around my head. And I remember things that uh, other people don't. I can remember things from when I was three years old. Um, so there are a lot of things that I know and I marvel at. But there were a lot of things throughout the years that, that I learned. Some of these things are good things and some are bad. Because let's face it, the world can be a cruel, cold, and difficult place to just to be on this journey in. So until we see Jesus face to face, what we know and what we don't know, what we're going to know, what we um, wish we knew are all important things. So I'm fond of saying, watch out what you care to know, because once you know it, you can't unknow it. And of course, there are times you learn something that you never really wanted to learn. Do you all know where I'm going with this? You might not, because everybody has certain things that they probably have learned in life that they really did not want to know. Like, for instance, I found out last year that possums eat snakes. Now, I don't know about you, but I didn't really need that image in my head. I didn't really want to know this bit of gross information that possums eat snakes. But now I'm glad that I do because it kept me from running the possums out from underneath our deck. Um, and consequently, you don't see any snakes around our deck and around our house. I, so I'm glad I knew that information, but at first I really did not want to know. I didn't want to know there were snakes under my deck. I didn't want to know there were possums under my deck, although I could smell them. And I didn't really want to know that possums ate snakes. Um, but now I know it. Also did not really want to know that wild animals eat their young. And when I found that out when I was younger, oh my gosh, it was horrifying to me. I think I cried a little and then I got really nauseous. 
Uh, we learned this in some class I was taking and they showed, of course, the videos because some people think that's wonderful to watch and I don't. And I thought, this is wrong. Wild animals should not eat their young. I didn't really want to know that. It's a very sad fact. Of course, now that I've raised two children, I can understand why some people eat their young. I mean, animals, animals, why some animals eat their young. That was totally a slip of the tongue. But anyway, on with that. I know you moms are probably laughing. Okay, then there are the things we look back on and we wish we had known earlier on in life. Like how to budget better and save more money um, to plan for retirement. That's something I wish I had known earlier on in life. Maybe um, like knowing the most generic brand products, um, most of them are actually made by the same manufacturers that make the brand name ones. They just sell them to different companies for distribution and those companies slap their names on them. Sometimes they're the end of the run or they may look a little bit different, but they're all made by the same manufacturer. I wish I had known that a lot earlier on in life. And some other things I wish I had known earlier on this journey, like all the great tips and tricks to prepare a dinner in 30 minutes. Yeah, I was raised with everything from scratch, which was a huge blessing, but I didn't know how to make a meal, let alone a meal in 30 minutes. Now, I could heat up a hot dog in 30 minutes, that's for sure, or boil eggs. But other than that, I didn't know how to make a meal in 30 minutes. I didn't know how to get stains out of clothes. And I wish I had known that earlier on in life. I didn't know. What else didn't I know? There's lots of stuff I didn't know, but I'm trying to share something that you might be able to relate to. Oh, I didn't know that it's a good idea to keep earplugs by the side of your bed. So when your husband snores really, really loud, you have them at hand. Either that or you have to keep a clothespin on the side of your bed so you can plug, you know, snap it on his nose. <laughs> I didn't know actually until a few years ago about self-care. I wish I had known much earlier in life what self-care was. I wish I had known how important it is even when I first learned about it. And I wish I had known that self-care is not selfish because I spent a lot of time being worn out, especially as a new mom with an adopted child and so much going on in life. I didn't take care of myself like I should have. And, and there are long-lasting consequences to that. But self-care is not selfish. It's being kind and compassionate and caring to yourself. And if you don't take good care of yourself, you can't help take good care of anyone else in your life. So these are all things that I wish I had known about earlier in life. And there's a whole lot more than that, I'm sure. But these are just a few that came to my mind. And in the midst of this little diatribe here on knowing and not knowing or not knowing till I know... I have a confession to make. There are times that I am utterly compelled and sometimes out of the blue feel as if I have to laugh at what other people don't know that I already know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, but something's just cracked me up. For instance, not long ago, I saw an interview on a news channel and this reporter was asking faculty, staff and students on a college campus what their views were um, and their thoughts were on alternative fuels and green energy. And this reporter interviewed one girl who said she thought we ought to make it mandatory by 2022 that every single person who drives must drive a hybrid vehicle or a full on electric vehicle and get rid of coal and nuclear power plants because they are quote, unquote, killing our planet. Now, 
Side note here, this is not a commentary or debate in mid-podcast on my opinion or yours of the Green New Deal. So forget about politics. Bear with me. So this girl said that all these things should be changed ASAP. And the reporter asked her, well, if we get rid of coal and nuclear power, how will we power those electric cars? And she said, well, we'll just plug them in to charge them, of course. And he said, okay, but where will we get the electricity to charge them? And she said, we'll get it from the plugs. (laughs) She clearly did not know what that those little plugs are connected to those coal and nuclear power plants. And that's how we make electricity to get to the plugs so that we can power the cars. So yes, I just had to bust out in, in a big laugh and I still giggle about it today because, um, this is what she did not know. So I'm laughing at what someone else did not know. And I'm sure there are times that I come out and I look ridiculous because I don't know something that somebody else knows. And they look at me like I have 10 heads, but I I can't help it. This is just the nature of life, right? This is the nature of people knowing and not knowing. And recently, um, I had a big, big laugh and I'm still laughing over it because this was just a few days ago. I went to the grocery store and when I was in the produce section, I saw that they had some gardening tools and seedlings and other things for sale. They had onion sets and seed potatoes. So even though I have my potatoes all cut up and ready to plant in my garden, um, to put my potato crop in this year, they had a different variety of white potato that I hadn't seen before. So I grabbed a few of those seed potatoes and I put them in a bag. When I got to the checkout, this young, she looked like she was probably 19 or 20 year old girl was at the register. She was really sweet, very nice. And she started scanning my items and came to the bag of seed potatoes. She looked all over the potatoes and of course didn't find a sticker with a barcode or any item number on it. And she said, um, I don't see the number on here. And I told her, oh, they're seed potatoes. And she said, they're what? Seed potatoes, S E E D potatoes. Oh, okay. So she typed something in and said, oh, they aren't in the system. Hold on. Then she shouted across the, the, aisle there to the customer service desk to see if they knew the item number or the key code so she could put it in. They didn't know, but they told her to send the bagger to find it. I told him where they were and he jogged off to find them. So all was fine, but he'd been gone just a little bit and she'd already rung up all the rest of my items. So she started chatting with me. Um, so in the meantime, um, as we're waiting and she's chatting with me, she just suddenly looks at me and she says, wait a minute, what's a seed potato? I said, oh, you buy them to grow potatoes. Hmm, she said, "Um, so you plant these potatoes and they grow seeds and then you plant the seeds to grow potatoes? Cool. (laughs) I said, no, the potatoes are the seeds. And she said, what? I said, these potatoes are like the seeds. You plant these potatoes and little vines grow out of them and they grow new potatoes. And her jaw dropped. She said, literally said to me, what? Are you serious? You mean you get potatoes from potatoes? (laughs) And I said, yes, I'm serious. You plant these and these little green vines grow out the side and the potatoes grow underground right out of them. And she said, wait a minute. So you plant one of these potatoes so you can grow another potato. What's the point? Why not? Why not just eat this potato? And I grinned and I said, no, 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 you grow any, uh, you know, close to 10 pounds of potatoes from one seed potato. And her jaw just dropped again. I mean, she was astonished y'all. She said, what you mean from this little bag right here, 
you'll grow like 40 pounds of potatoes? And I said, well, yeah, give or take, depending on how they do this year and how the weather is. And she interrupted me and said, why doesn't everyone know about this? (laughs) This is amazing. Oh my gosh, I need to tell my parents this. I don't think they know that you get potatoes from potatoes. (laughs) I mean, why are we buying potatoes all the time when we can just plant potatoes and get more potatoes? (laughs) And she was just, I mean, she was astonished. She was almost shouting like, oh my gosh, I have the most important knowledge in the world. It took everything I had not to laugh because I didn't want to stop her. She was just enjoying the fact that potatoes came from potatoes and she just learned something. I really wanted to say something snarky like, well, no, actually we get potatoes from sausages, (laughs) but I didn't. And when the bagger got back and she finished ringing up my order, order, I paid for it. I thanked her. I wished her a great day. And so as I was turning and pushing my cart away, I heard her say to the bagger, Oh no, man, you can't take your break yet. You missed it. I got to tell you this. Did you know that we get potatoes from potatoes? And she went on to into the whole story with him, telling him how we get potatoes from potatoes. And then I couldn't hold it in any longer. I just laughed all the way to the car. It still makes me laugh. She didn't know what she didn't know. And I had to laugh at what she didn't know, at what she just found out. She was just, <laughs> she was just amazed at it, that you get potatoes from potatoes. <laughs> so again, sometimes you just have to laugh at what someone else doesn't know that you already know. And yeah, I'm 100% sure, like I said before, that other people have laughed at me when they knew something that I didn't know. So I guess it all is a big circle and it comes around back at you. But here it is. I'm able to laugh at what somebody else didn't know. And just her pure excitement over it. If only we could all be excited, that excited, that joyful and and wanting to share something. Like when we first find out about Jesus or if we have this this faith-filled, what we consider miracle moment or a moment when God whispers to us, if we could just be that excited, as excited as she was over potatoes to share and, and proclaim and shout and just go, Hey, did you know this to somebody else? Wouldn't that be awesome if we felt that every day, if we were able to be that excited over it? And I, and I think we are able to be that excited over it, but sometimes life has a way of just wrapping us around and making us feel like we don't know anything when we do, you know, but there are some things that we don't know. What about the things you don't know that might be essential for you to know right now, like this second, this day? What about those things that might help you? Like where do you go to find out these things? I mean, you could use the be-all, end-all magic search engine called Google and research any questions you might have. Although beware, because probably half of what's online isn't accurate. I'm just saying. You all probably know that. I hope you know that. If you don't, now you know. <laughs> you could go straight into social media, some social media account or another that you have, and take the word of millions of armchair chair know-it-alls who will... One day develop what I like to call social media thumb. Uh, it's kind of like tennis elbow. In fact, you're, if you're interested in becoming a doctor, I suggest you go to school now and then immediately establish a specialty clinic that deals with over-enlarged and dislocated thumbs because you will probably end up being extremely wealthy in a short period of time. I just have this vision in my head of 60% of the population in about four or five years not being able to wear a normal set of gloves because all the fingers will fit, but the thumbs will be turned out a little sideways and super large because they've been overused from all the texting and typing that they're doing with them. I mean, don't you think it's going to change the way our hands are in the future? I I think that it will. Um, But anyway, I digress. 
<laughs> but what I'm here to tell you today, besides all of that, is that we do have a source that's not Google um, that we can go to when we need to know what or who or how or when and even sometimes why. And that's God. When I didn't know the Lord, I just I just didn't know. I didn't know that he was the first and the last, that he was the beginning and the end. I didn't know about eternal life. I didn't know about forgiveness. I didn't know about grace. I didn't know there was a Holy Spirit who gave us comfort and guided us. I didn't know that Jesus died for my sins and your sins and because of his sacrifices that we've been forgiven and that we can sit with him in heaven or dance. I sometimes wish the scripture actually said that we would not just be seated with him, but dance with him. (laughs) But in reality, I'm sure we will. I'll be dancing. But anyway, I've had many times in my life when I, I felt so alone and when the weight of the world just felt like it was more than I could bear. When fear grabbed a hold of me and started pulling me down and I would get that cold sweat and that empty feeling inside. And until I knew about Jesus, I was tempted to just let it all keep taking me down lower and lower and further and further to where I don't know where I would have ended up. I knew I I wasn't going in the direction I was supposed to be. But knowing God and getting to know of him, about him, who he is, who I am to him made all the difference in the world to me. Now, I don't tackle everything with that some spiritual Christian high or everything with, like everything's coming up roses all the time. Life can still be tough, but I know what I know, and I know who he is, and I know who he is to me, and I know he is God. When I was a new Christian, I didn't know that it was okay to be afraid, even though it stinks to be afraid. I, I thought that fear made me weak. So I didn't know that it was okay to be afraid. I thought that I was a weak person and that it distanced me from God and it proved that I did not have faith, but it doesn't. Fear is not the opposite of faith, but I didn't know this. All fear is based in a lie at the core of it. Some lie we believe that we have told ourselves or believe that someone else put on us is the basis for all fear. So if fear is a lie, then the opposite of fear is truth. Faith is not the opposite of fear. I didn't know that, but I know it now. So you can have faith and still have fear. Even Jesus was afraid. When he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was so afraid and stressed that he was sweating blood, literally. But now I know God is with me, just like he was with him. The Father was with him. The Lord is with me, even when I'm afraid. And if I'll seek him out and become more familiar and intimate with him, and pray to him and talk to him and more familiar with his word, then his word, which is truth, will help cancel and cast out the lies, which is fear. And that process, stepping out and being obedient and becoming familiar and knowing him, knowing his word, knowing the truth, that will increase my faith. I didn't know that who I am and how I feel about myself shouldn't be a reflection of the world, but of Christ instead. But I am who I am in the Lord. Who I am isn't as important as whose I am because I'm his. I'm a daughter of the King, Jesus Christ. I know this changed how I felt about myself. And it showed me that even in my imperfections and human frailties, I'm worth loving. And at one point in time, I didn't know that. 
Are you in that place or have you been in that place or do you know somebody in that place that they really don't know that they're loved? They really don't know that they're worth loving. I know I'm worth loving because God loves me. But until I knew, I just didn't know. And here, there's this thing that happens. You see, when you don't know something, you live your life accordingly. The girl at the grocery store would have gone years and years and years just buying potatoes and never knowing the joy of planting a garden or making homemade french fries if she hadn't learned that potatoes come from potatoes. Because she didn't know what she didn't know. And if you don't know about Jesus and his love and his comfort, then you live accordingly. If you don't know love, you can't give love. If you don't know what true forgiveness is, what grace is, what kindness is, you can't give it. You can't extend it to someone else. And the more people who don't know, the more degraded, hateful, hurtful, painful, and ugly this world becomes. If you don't know you're loved, then you, then you act like you're unloved. You act and walk and make decisions as if you're totally unlovable. And you stay in a place of hurt and pain. First John 5.20 says, We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding, so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true by being his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. I wouldn't have been able to get my head off my pillow to greet another new morning the day after my father passed away if I didn't know who Jesus is and that my dad was loved by him and know that my dad loved the Lord with all his heart. I wouldn't have made it through the most tumultuous times in my marriage a few years ago if I didn't know that God's word says he has a plan and he can do the impossible and that all things work together for those that love the Lord. And if I didn't know that, then I would have missed out on enjoying life as I got older with this amazing, compassionate, loving, safe, wonderful, not so bad looking husband I have. <laughs> the Bible is filled with so much more than the dictionary or a history book has or a college classroom, a social media site, a newspaper or a gurgle, Google, a gurgle. <laughs> Ooh, that could be a new search engine, a gurgle. It's, let me start that over. The Bible has so much more to offer you and so much more information, so much more that you can know than the dictionary or history book or college classroom or a newspaper or a Google search can offer you. So what I'm asking you today is what don't you know? What are you lacking? Is there any part of you that is hurting or scared, lonely, rejected, confused, angry, depressed, feeling empty because if there is then there is something you don't know and I know with all my heart that the answers are either in the Bible or in the hands of the one who inspired every single word of it so if you have a Bible I encourage you to open it up if you don't have one I dare you to call a friend a family member a church or a library and ask someone if they can give you one or let you borrow it and in that Bible, you will find the words, the wisdom, the power, and the strength to get down on your knees and seek all the answers you need to know. Yeah, one day at a time, maybe one answer at a time, and maybe not the answers that you expect, but then you will know. And when you do this, again, you will know. And as you get to know him, as you get to know the Lord, I want to remind you what I said before. Once you know Thank God you can't unknow. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Um, Again, this is the Woman Inspired Podcast, and I'm trying to step up my podcast and make them more frequent. It's been quite a year, but I think I'm getting back in the groove, and I appreciate all of you who have been praying for me and praying for you. I hope and pray that you will get to know the Lord today um, and allow him to know you even better.